Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So learning the signs of financial abuse and knowing how to safely leave a financially abusive relationship is very important. If you are in a financially abusive relationship, know that there is help available to you. I'm going to go over key actions you can take, key actions you can leverage if you find yourself in a financially abusive relationship. But first, let's discuss what financial abuse actually is. So financial abuse is a type of domestic abuse that millions of men and women face every year. And it's essentially when an abuser uses money to manipulate and control their victims, keeping them stuck in this relationship because they have little to no options to exit as a result of limited access to finances. In a financial abusive relationship, the abuser can use money to control or limit what their partner is able to do. So knowing the signs of financial abuse can be very helpful, especially if you're trying to determine if you're in a financial abusive relationship and if you're, if you're trying to determine what next steps to take. And there are two major signs. Number one is limiting the victim's access to money or their ability to make money. And number two is sabotaging the victim's life, uh, their financial life and financial well-being. And I'm going to break down each of these two signs in more detail. So number one, restricting access to funds or assets, limiting the victim's ability to access money or make money. And this is a very common way in which financial abusers control their partners because they're limiting their ability to access their funds, right? And this could look like the abuser decides when the victim gets any money, uh, the victim is forced to hand over any cash they earn into an account controlled by the abuser. It could mean withholding necessities like food, water, or shelter because the abuser is the only one who has access to the money, or demanding that all assets and accounts be in the abuser's name only so the victim doesn't have any accounts in their name, and also not allowing the victim to get a job to earn their own money. 
So that's what being restricted to access money or earn money could look like. And then the other sign, which is sabotaging financial well-being, uh, could look like this. Uh, it could be the abuser taking out credit accounts in the victim's name or stealing their identity to ruin their credit score. It could be interfering with their partner's job, such as making them late to work or harassing them while they're working so they get fired. It could be stealing or destroying the victim's belongings or assets. And it could also be demanding the victim to justify any money that they spend. So like many other forms of the domestic abuse, financial abuse can impact your health and your safety, right? It allows your abuser to make you feel insecure, unsafe, uh, maybe even promote a lack of confidence, make you feel demotivated, make you feel depressed, and much, much more. As a result of this, it gives the abuser power over the victim because they have all this control. So if you're concerned that your partner is financially abusive, you know someone who might be in a financially abusive relationship, you are struggling in a relationship due to financial abuse, I'm going to share some key tips that you can leverage starting right now to help you deal with the situation and if necessary, exit the relationship. The first thing you want to do is prepare a safety plan before you leave. So if you have decided that you need to exit this financially abusive relationship, you want to make sure that you have a safe place to go, you have a plan to exit. And if you are in the position where your partner has threatened you with physical abuse, there are also resources to help you. You can get in touch with the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-7233 to help you create that safety plan but it's really important that you're able to leave the relationship safely. Next, you want to collect important documents. And these documents could be things like birth certificates, social security cards, driver's license, uh, any insurance documentation, other types of policies, passports, medical records, and etc. And if you're worried that your partner may act aggressively or be more abusive because they know that you have taken these records, what you can do is arrange to make copies so they're not aware that you have taken these records. But as you decide to exit an abusive relationship, it's really important that you have your important documentation with you when you leave. So you can make copies of them, give them to a trusted friend or family member, or upload them to a private email account so you know how to access them in the event that you need to leverage this documentation to rebuild your life. The next thing you need to do is find a safe place to stay. So one of the issues with financial abuse victims is that because of the financial abuse, they have limited money. And a lot of times their credit has been ruined or destroyed to the point where they are unable to secure housing for themselves. And so it's really important that you are able to find safe housing. This could mean staying with a trusted friend or family member, or even looking to resources that are being offered by your state or local government or township area that can support you with temporary housing while you get back on your feet. Next, you want to figure out your current financial situation. So in financially abusive relationships, it's very likely that the abuser will try to keep you in the dark when it comes to your overall financial situation so that you don't have access to the money. But what you want to do is pull a copy of your credit report. You can get that at annualcreditreport.com. Um, get a copy of your credit report. See if they have applied for credit in your name. See what your credit looks like, right? Um, 
put a monitoring on your credit. If necessary, put a credit freeze on your credit so that um, they don't do any additional damage. And I will we will link um, articles on clevergirlfinance.com as to how to put credit freezes on your credit. If you have a joint account, you can actually go to the bank the physical bank branch or call and ask them what your account balances are and if necessary, transfer money out. It's important that if again, you feel threatened by violence or additional abuse by your partner, that you do this with discretion, right? So they don't catch on to what you're trying to do to, to secure your situation and exit that relationship safely. Next, you want to save up cash. So this is the money you're going to take with you if you decide that you are leaving this relationship or if you decide that you want to have your own separate stash of cash when you need it, right? It's very important that if you're in a financially abusive relationship that you keep this savings to yourself because it is very, very common that once the abuser identifies that you are saving money, they will take it away from you or try to limit your access to it. So do this discreetly, right? You do not have to tell them that you are saving, open up the bank account quietly, have a savings box that you keep in a safe place or with a trusted friend or family member. And you also want to be mindful of raising alarms with them when you try to take out money to save. So some ideas to save without them being aware is getting cash back at the grocery store, right? Um, that's one. You can also work odd jobs that pay in cash, for example, pet sitting and baby sitting. And if you are downsizing items that you, you own, but no longer need to bring money in, you can ask that you get paid in cash for those transactions. Right. So, um, but make sure that you meet the person in a public location and that you are safe exchanging your item for the cash. So these are ways to work around being able to save money without the abuser being aware of your plan. Also consignment shops, uh, and pawn shops are also options when it comes to selling goods for cash. Next, you want to open personal accounts and change passwords. So as you make your plans to exit an abusive relationship, it's a good idea to open accounts, but in your name only. If you're concerned about your abuser and being aware of these accounts, uh, you can have your bank statements delivered online or to a trusted friend or family member. And then for any existing accounts that you own that you may be worried they have access to, change your passwords, change your pins, change your security questions. Next, improve your financial literacy, right? If you've been in a situation where you have been abused financially, you may be lacking in financial confidence. There might be a lot you don't know about improving your financial situation and how to get back on your feet. And there is absolutely no shame in this, but you are now in this unique position where you have the opportunity to build your financial literacy. So look into books, look into courses. We have the Clever Girl Finance books. We have a ton of free courses. Find resources, find communities that will support you as you transition out of this difficult season in your life. And then finally, you want to connect with other people. Leaving an abusive relationship can be an incredible difficult thing to do, and not everybody will understand where you're coming from or what your experience has been. And so it's really important that you get the right support of people as you make this change in your life. There are counselors, therapists, social workers, um, friends and family, and other people that you can trust, you know, survivors uh, of domestic violence that you can trust that can help you navigate the situation that you're in. It's all about finding a safe space that can help you heal and move past the financial abuse. The National Domestic Violence Hotline website, www.thehotline.org, 
also offers an easy local resource finder for you to get help in your local community, in your state. And so all you have to do is simply select your state and city and what resources you need. So if you are currently in a financial abusive relationship or you know someone who is in a financial abusive relationship, I encourage you to leverage the tips that I have shared in this video to start creating a plan for your financial well-being. It could be taking control of the situation or choosing to exit the relationship as a whole. But you want to make sure that you prioritize your well-being. Thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and 